0: Part Three, The Lost City of Night, Chapter 16. Turtle glanced up the beach at the cave where his friends slept, but this was just a spying mission. He was the only one Darkstalker couldn't see. Whereas if Darkstalker caught Moon and Kinkajou trailing after him in in the middle of the night, there would be some explaining to do. Insignificant spell or no insignificant spell. He rose into the air and followed Darkstalker, feeling as if his heart and stomach had traded places. Don't be a coward," he scolded himself. "This is nothing—eavesdropping with a cloak of invisibility, sneaking around, which is the one thing you're good at." He thought of Pearls' fierce lack of stealth, the way she made the most noise or picked a fire, or accidentally blew something up. He missed her. He wondered what she was doing now. Their adventure together, setting out to stop Scarlet and find the Rescated Winglet, had felt a lot safer and more fun than this. Maybe because he known her fire skills could protect him. Or because his magic had still been a secret from everyone back then the three moons lit up a ridge of jagged mountains stabbing into the clouds ahead of them for a moment turtle was disoriented and he turned to look back over his shoulder but no they were the claws of the claws of the clouds mountain behind him the ones up ahead rose out of the desert like a wall made of shark's teeth ending at sheer cliffs along the ocean oh turtle thought remembering the map of Pyrea. there was a small peninsula that jutted out of the southwest corner of the kingdom of sand it was the continent if the continent was a dragon and that peninsula was a talon reaching out those mountains were sort of like turtle's armband and nobody has crossed them in hundreds of years turtle wondered they were quite forbidding he wasn't sure he particularly wanted to cross them himself but that was clearly where dark Sucker was going. At one point, as they flew over land that began slipping into hills, Turtle felt a sudden buzzing shock, like he accidentally grabbed a baby electric eel. What was that? There was no way to know, and it was over in a moment. Turtle glanced uneasily down at the ground below him, and hoped he was imagining the pale flash of a look like bones sticking up, sticking out of the earth. Up ahead, Darkstalker tipped his wings to soar high over the peaks, and Turtle followed, gasping in the thin air. And there was the Night Kingdom. Spread out below them, outlined by the moon, were the ruins of an ancient city that sprawled across the peninsula. Much of it was hidden within canyons and cliff faces, but at the foot of the mountain, per- partially built into it, stood a palace, or what was left of a palace. In front of it was an overgrown square, paved in marble and set with bits of toppled columns. A kind of platform had collapsed in the center of it, and was nearly submerged in wild tangles of vines. All around the square were were more ruins. Once elegant buildings whose roofs roofs had caved in, statues missing heads, talons, tails, or all three. Sculptor's details worn away by weather. Darkstalker's wing beats faltered as he took in the devastation below him. He slowed to a stop, hovering outside the palace, staring down at the square bats flitted in and out of the windows behind him, like dark thoughts scattering into the air. He feels like he was just here, guessed. It's like if I returned to the kingdom to see tomorrow and found out everything I knew my whole life had been destroyed, apparently overnight, and my tribe was scattered, weakened with no queen, and everyone I ever loved was dead. The giant netmane put out one talon and touched the overgrown wall of the palace abruptly he turned and flew toward one of the other stately buildings that flanked the square. Turtle spread his wings to follow and felt a sudden strange chill along his spine, as though someone was watching him. He twisted in the air, searching the palace windows. Every shadow was full of eyes, every stirring of the air the quiet breath of a hidden dragon. Was someone still living here? Had some wings ever left all those hundreds of years ago? But no one emerged. No sound came from within the palace walls. Maybe he was imagining things. This place was creepy enough to make anyone's scales crawl. Turtle flew after Darkstar as fast as he could. At At first, he couldn't figure out what this new building was. It had at least three entrances, on different levels. Although, one was blocked by fallen rubble. Turtle also counted five towers, three of them half tumbled away, and a trickle that looked as though it might once have been a waterfall. Dark flew to the utmost entrance and paced inside, ducking his head slightly to avoid cracking it on the ceiling. And here, in the spiral hallways, there were clues, large rooms lined with tables, broken slates on the floor, displays of awkward crumbling clay statues that looked as though they'd been molded by dragonets. Because they were, Turtle realized. This is a school. Why would Dark Soccer come to a ruined nightwing school in the middle of a night? if he was searching for something of power wouldn't it be at the palace or if he was looking for something of his own something he missed wouldn't it be where he used to live turtle realized he had no idea how old dark stalker had been when clear put him put the sleeping spell on him he'd always imagined an older dragon close to the age of the queen he was trying to replace dark Stalker stopped at a turn in the quarter brushed aside cobwebs and dust and uncovered a painting it was hard to make out the subject under the accumulated dirt of centuries, but Turtle thought it might have been a portrait of someone. Stalker traced the outer edge of it with his claws for a moment. Then he put one talon on the center of the canvas. Centuries of dust swirled away in a sudden blast, making Turtle's eyes water. He clapped his talons over his snout to stop himself from sneezing. When he looked up again, blinking away tears, he saw that Darkstalker had used his magic to restore the painting. Now it looked the way it must have looked in his time, brand new, the colors and lines still sharp. It was a portrait of a female nightwing, seated Mm -hmm. with her wings folded back, gazing out at the viewer. Behind her, a web of fiery lines crisscrossed the sky, like a pattern in the stars, with smaller falling stars between the lines. For the most part, it was not a great portrait. The proportions were all wrong, particularly in the undersized talons and oversized head, but there's something in her eyes that made you look twice, something that made you think this dragon truly loved the painter. Could that be clear sight, Turtle wonder? Darksoaker stared at her for a long moment before pulling himself away and continuing on. Turtle followed him through the spiraling labyrinth of the school until finally they emerged into a central courtyard. Classrooms looked out on the, courts, on the courtyard on all sides, and it wasn't hard to imagine being a student here, eating lunch under the trees or practicing your flying. Turtle had to navigate the tangles of vines and shrubs and tall grasses carefully to avoid getting stuck. But Darksucker's huge tones crushed all the undergrowth in his path as he stirred to a spot under a towering pine tree. Here he stopped. He bowed his head, his wings slowly drifted down to jute beside him. Long heartbeats passed. What is he thinking about, Turtle wondered, and why here? He inched closer, although it made his skills run cold to step through Darkstalker's shadow. It was an eerie, unsettling kind of spying to stand right in front of the dragon and know he couldn't see you. Also, that if he did, you'd be dead. A silver scale shone on Darkstalker's face and then slipped down his neck to splash on the ground. Oh, Turtle realized with an awful twist in his heart. He's crying. He did not know how to feel about that. Sympathy for Darkstalker? He couldn't afford that, could he? Not if he wanted to stay strong enough to stop him. But this is the real Dark stalker. He's not performing for anyone right now. He's just really sad. Turtle glanced around, wishing he knew what to do here. Here, perhaps, was a dragon who could be reasoned with. Here was a dragon who might tell the truth, if he had the right audience to say it to. That idea, combining with an eerie experience outside the palace, led Turtle to a crazy thought. There was another kind of story Turtle used to read when he was younger. Ghost stories. Spirits of the dead coming back to haunt those who'd wronged them. Lost loves lingering on the ones who held their heart and life. Did Darkstalker believe in ghosts? Turtle backed away cautiously, scanning the ground for something he might be able to use. Darkstalker couldn't see him or hear him as he moved, but he'd be able to see something Turtle left behind. The moonlight glinted off something small and shiny tucked into the hollow of a nearby tree. Turtle reached in, digging through the moss and found a sash of beautiful marbles in different colors. Blues, greens, and silvery blacks. He glanced back at dark circle and chose a white marble with a sea-blue heart. It looked like a tiny moon, and he thought it would be the most visible in the dark grass. Is this stupid? Is this the stupidest thing I've ever done? He leaned back all the way to do to do what... He hesitated. Sorry. Is this stupid? Is this the stupidest thing I've ever done? He hesitated. But all he wanted to do was see how Darkstalker reacted, if at all. He'd still be as hidden as ever. He'd be careful. Darkstalker might just think he hadn't noticed it before. He crept forward on trembling talons until he was almost under Darkstalker's nose. He waited until the huge Nightwing wiped his eyes and glanced up at the sky. In a flash, Turtle set the marble down an inch from from those massive claws and backed away. Nothing happened for a moment. Darkstalker was still looking at the boons. But then he lowered his head again with a sigh which caught in his throat when he saw the marble. He snatched it up in his claws and stared around the garden. His gaze passed right through Turtle, making Turtle feel like a skewered moth. Clear sight, Darkstalker whispered. He cleared his throat and tried again, a little stronger. Clear sight, the wind murmured through the shadows, scattering pine needles across Darkstalker's wings and breathing evergreen air in Turtle's direction. Clear sight, Darkstalker said, stepping out into the moonlight. If you're here, speak to me. Please, please speak to me. He waited with an expression of such hope that Turtle was filled with guilt. Then listen, Dark Slarker said after a while. I won't hurt you. I would never hurt you. I forgive you. I knew you were scared. I saw everything you were afraid of in the last moments when you-when you put the bracelet on me. He hesitated, and his voice cracked as he added, I'm sorry I put that spell on you. He closed his eyes and rubbed his forehead with his talons. What spell? Turtle wondered. What kind of dragon put the spell on someone he loves? Then he remembered the love spell on King Azu and wanted to claw his own face off. If you come back to me, Dark Sucker said sadly, softly to the shadows, I promise I'll never chant your mind again. I promise I'll listen to you this time. We can choose the best future together. He let a small life. I could use your help with what you've left me, a ruined city, a weak and broken tribe. You'd be their queen in clear sight. Doesn't that sound alright now? When you when you can have the crown without anyone when without anyone having to die? It was just waiting for us, Clear sight. He started the pace. You should have to help fix this. Do you see what you did when you betrayed me? It's all gone. Our tribe's power, our kingdom, our beautiful home. You did this to our whole tribe, not just me. Darkstalker's breath was ragged. His jaw clenched, and his, and his claws. His jaw clenched, and his claws ripped at the plants and grass, killing everything in his wake. Clear Sight, he said. I, I keep looking at all the new. All my new possible futures. Millions of possibilities, but they're all empty. They're empty without you. I have no one, ClearSight. All I can see around me as far as the future enrolls, are slaves and soldiers. Turtle shivered involuntarily. Slaves and soldiers? Is that how he sees his own tribe? Darkstalker paused again for a long moment, and then so quiet that Turtle almost couldn't hear him. I know you can't be out there. You're not in any of my features. But please, ClearSight. Please come back and tell me there's still hope for us. The next pause lasted forever, and another ten forevers. Turtle's talons were starting to fall asleep, but he didn't dare move while Darkstalker was so was still listening so intently. Finally, Darkstalker lifted the marble up to glare at it, then clenched his fist shut around it. "I'm a sentimental idiot,". "You're not here," he muttered. "You could have been if you'd waited another day or two. I would have made you immortal, Clear Sight. We could have been together forever." He turned to pace back and forth under the spreading pine branches. He is immortal then, Turtle. Turtle had suspected it, but now he knew for sure. And vulnerable scales, immortal life, the first spell that any young animus would think of. But no one would actually do them. Between the cost of your soul and the unforeseen risks, at least that's what I always thought. "'So what did you do instead?' Dark Sucker? hissed softly. "'Did you go back to fathom? "'Did you two laugh at the wonderful trick you played on me? "'Did you let him cast spells for you?' "'He clawed at his neck as if something sticky was clinging to it. "'That sneaking serpent of a sea-wing, "'all high and mighty about protecting his soul and keeping his oath, "'until it came to betraying his best friend. "'Then it's—sure, why not? "'It's full of speed ahead to sleeping spells and convincing and lies.' He stopped, his sides heaving. No, he said. You loved me. I know that was true. Fathom talked you into doing this for me. He's a traitor. He's the one I'll never forgive. Darkstalker hurled the marble at the nearest tree with such force that the trunk split down the middle. Turtle had to scramble out of the way of the falling branches, and when he was able to look up again, Darksucker had vanished into the night sky.